0: You are locked in to Locked On Badgers on a Tuesday. Asher Lowe Ben Kenny with you on Locked On Badgers the show that brings you all things Wisconsin basketball and football. We are the team at badgerswire.com bringing you coverage of Wisconsin recruiting, basketball and football year round at badgerswire.com for USA Today Sports. We are both former Wisconsin students, very recent alums in the last 2 Wisconsin classes and we both have massive opinions on Wisconsin student section. Improvements for Wisconsin's football student section and all the like. And Fayon Hicks brought that issue to Badger Twitter and it exploded as I feel like it always does. I feel like this is kind of a yearly thing that happens where everyone starts talking about this specific student section issue with football games. We're going to get into it on today's episode of Locked On Badgers. But before we do, make sure you take a moment, hit the follow button on Spotify, drop a review on Apple, and follow us on Twitter at Locked On Badgers and at A L O W underscore 33. And at Ben Z. Kenny, Ben, student section. It always
1: gets the folks riled up. Dude, so 2020 was, was rough. 2020 sucked. Yeah, but great student section in 2020. If there's one silver lining is that we avoided the whole BS going into the year and during the year about when the students show up. We avoided seeing the wave happen, which I've said on this podcast is one of the stupidest things ever. We avoided all of the BS that comes with it. I'm happy for fans to come back. But if you're looking at a silver lining from last year, is that these debates we're having today just didn't happen. And that was what good.
0: we avoided most. You know what really gets the people going what? about the student section is when is that it? one writer, and I'm not talking about something specific. I'm just saying it happens, uh-huh. I feel like, from different writers in the Badger community, all great writers, but they have a habit of before games start, right around game time. Oh, they take a the picture, picture oh. of a student section being like, Eh, 15% filled right now. We're about two minutes from kick. And that's what gets everyone going. It's always those pictures that circle before the game starts that gets everybody going.
1: Yeah, you know what? I did wake up and and I I chose to be a contrarian today. So I know what side you're going to take on all this. And I'm going to play devil's advocate. I, I am with them in a way.
0: I'm with them about one thing, and it's not the beginning of the game. It has to do with the the fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on the score. Now, here's the thing about that depends on the score. Before I say this, (laughs) I want to say I am the world's largest hypocrite before we get into the Fionn Hicks thing. And And we all know why, Asher. We all know why. I'm the world's largest hypocrite because, yes, freshman year, I probably left more games early than not. After the jump around third quarter ended. And why was that? left to go watch the UCLA Bruins. There no, you go. Not, that's not always true. It's not always <laughs> true. But sometimes I would leave to watch Pac-12 after dark. Sometimes I wouldn't. But the third and fourth quarter, you always see in between those quarters after jump around a mass exodus from the student section. And that one, that one gets to me. But what we're talking about to start with is the start of the game. Fayon Hicks tweeted out that, and, and a tweet blew up. He said that, with a ranking by Boomer Sooner that we talked about yesterday. I don't know what account that is. We're not going to spend another minute talking about that account as
1: we did on yesterday's podcast. I blocked it yesterday.
0: After after Boomer Sooner tweeted out that Wisconsin had the best student section in college football, according to nobody but that (laughs) Twitter account, Fayon Hicks quote tweeted and said, impressive considering they're never on time from tailgating. What were you going to say?
1: Dude, I forgot the best part about the whole graphic. Do you know who's the worst student section? Nebraska? UCLA. You're kidding. <laughs> Are you joking? Yes.
0: No, oh, I okay. like Okay. Okay, 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 I am if dead we're gonna talk, And I'm not going to get into UCLA student section on this podcast, <laughs> but if we're going to talk about real excuses as to why a student section will be bad, the Wisconsin excuses I'm about to to say have no even no business being on the field. No business being in the league with UCLA's level of excuses, because that stadium is an hour from campus. The stadium <laughs> It's like if the stadium was in Milwaukee. It's like if we played all our home games at Lambeau Field. Yeah, they can show up late. In fact, you know what? There's an argument they made. They'd show up on time more because they'd go at like 7 a.m. to tailgate at Lambeau instead of tailgating at Camp Randall. But I digress. The issue on the table is not UCLA student section. Although that's a good way to get me riled up. It is Wisconsin's. And Fawn Hicks is saying something that gets said every year, Ben, that Wisconsin students show up too late, the games. They did try, and I saw this on Twitter. Someone commented on one of the posts, and I remember this now because they commented this. They did try a shuttle. Remember the free shuttle they had? Where because Langdon Street and where most of the drinking happens is far away from the stadium, about 25, 30-minute walk, and everyone's already intoxicated, they had this idea of, okay, we can have a free shuttle to get people to the game faster because one of the issues is that they have to walk 25 to 30 minutes, which my good friend Jake Kokorowski texted me when I tweeted out that, that it was a tough narrative that students were always late. It wasn't always their fault. Texted me that all I'm doing is making bad excuses when I talk about 25 to 30 minute walks. And maybe I am fine, but they tried that. Didn't really have much of an impact, honestly. I don't know if I never, I never took those shuttles. I don't know about you. I just didn't take it. No, no, no. So how do we fix the problem? And is there really a big problem right now with the students showing up late once we start the season in 2021?
1: Well, this is the thing. I was going to look to the NFL to kind of compare it because the football games I've gone to, aside from Wisconsin, have been at the Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia and at Lambeau up in Greenback. And yes, Most people are tailgating right next to the stadium. But in all of my experience there, I have left enough time in between. And even with, it's impossible to get into the link. It took a while to get into Lambeau. But you leave enough time where you know if you leave wherever you are by this time, you're going to be in line by this time and in by that time in order to be there by the opening kickoff. And Camp Randall is different. It is further away from, from the State Street area, whatever. For early games that are 11 a.m., maybe you're playing Eastern Michigan week two, I get it. But if Wisconsin opens their season against Penn State, and I don't know when that game will be played, I think it might be a night game. But if it's at 11 and and the stands are not full for the first game in two years with fans in attendance, a rowdy as hell atmosphere in a pretty big game, one of the best games in college football, I'll be kind of perplexed. I'll be really disappointed, I'll say that.
0: I agree with that. Not every game is created equal. Wisconsin Utah State Week One in 2017 is not Wisconsin Penn State Week One in 2021.
1: Well, that was also but a night game. That was a night game. Yeah, it was I on was Friday. there before kickoff. Like, was
0: there on a Friday?
1: Yeah, I yeah, and I was there before kickoff. I was as well.
0: I was as well. First game jitters. I was excited to get to the camp, but you know what? The, the thing is that people don't really understand. I don't think if you weren't recently a student or. You've never been a Wisconsin student. And if you go to the games, you can show up to the student gate 10 minutes before kick. You're not getting in in time. I'd say, I'd say it's a 20-minute buffer because how it works is you, get, you don't get a ticket when you get student tickets. You get this voucher that you then redeem to be in a certain section. And there's different lines at the gate for different sections. You get your section. And then once you get your section, you don't just walk into the stadium, into the section. They like usher you in one by one. They make you essentially wait in a long line and get people to the section one by ones. You actually have not a seat, but a location in the section that is yours. And you can't really move from that. that, that that's essentially how it works. And it creates this single file line to get into the section that keeps you in the concourse for a while.
1: I I do have a solution to all this. I don't. So It just came to my mind. I have a solution. So, Everybody is obviously there at jump around at the end of the third quarter. Everybody makes sure that they're in the stands by that point. Because a lot of people, like that's why they go oh, to the game. Oh, I know really what you're cool. about to say.
0: I know you're, this, this is controversial. I think I know you're going with this.
1: No, I don't want to move jump around. Oh, okay. okay, but okay. That's where I thought you were going for a sec. I was like, wow. No, no, you, you can't do that. Because that just gets the juice going for the fourth quarter. You go to Philadelphia. They're like pre kickoff little montage video they play coinciding with the Rocky music right after like that's a pretty electric atmosphere to enter into and be in. So I'm incentivized to be in my seat or standing by that time because I love like those moments, like that electricity before the game. I think Wisconsin should spice up their, their pre-kickoff whole thing, you know, instead of just like everyone dangles the keys and they kick it off. And then, you know, six run plays punt run plays punt, whatever, you know, like add, add a little spice to that. So it's interesting you say that
0: because I got a response to my quote tweet of Fayon Hicks's quote tweet from, let's see, at Lunatic Badger, Adam, at Lunatic Badger on Twitter. And what he said is that he drives over 90 minutes every Saturday, leaves early enough to arrive, drink, and this was his last thing, still make the montage, always the montage. So, some people clearly think that the streets have no name is a worthy montage with Barry going, but your seat tickets right up, uh, all, all that good stuff. Some people think that's worth being in your seat for. I think it happens maybe a little too early because it happens when they, they come out in the field. It doesn't happen when kickoff happens. Exactly. So maybe you're right, that they have to push it back I, or, or have another, another thing entirely because they, they should have something hype when they're coming out of the tunnel. And I like the streets have no name for them coming out of the tunnel, but maybe yeah. a whole other tradition right before a kick is a good idea.
1: Dude, I think I, I you're going to disagree with this, but what if they just play the Rocky music when they're leading up to kickoff? Well,
0: See, now you're just a Philly guy being a Philly guy. No, but that, like, that gets so anybody if we going. Play, what if we start eight clapping before the kickoff? Like, it's that, yeah, this is not fair. UCLA. That's this is not Philadelphia. That's fair. But the best, whether you're from UCLA, Philadelphia, or a Wisconsin Badger, the best place to get any car part, Ben, is rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family-run business that has all the car parts from all the makes and models you could ever imagine right at your fingertips. Go to rockauto.com. That left side has every make and model. You can search up your exact car and find that exact part you need. The best part about it is that once you find the part, you're paying a wholesale price to a family-run business, not a premium price to a dealership. So do it yourself. Go to rockauto.com and in there, check out. Make sure you click on the How Did You Hear About Us box. And type in Locked On. How did you hear about us, Box? Type in Locked On at rockauto.com. R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O. Rock Auto. Rock Auto. Maybe we should need the Rock Auto jingle before kickoff. That would get the people going. Rockauto.com.
1: March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast.
0: A lot to talk about with student section messes. And you know what? I think I think our next job is coming up with some options for what that could be, what that tradition could be before kick. We're not going to do okay. that the show right now. But I think that's a, that's a future show down the road. And then maybe letting people vote on what that could be before kick. Does that sound like sure. a plan?
1: Yeah, man. I plan. Yeah, I will be submitting the Rocky music though.
0: All right. We'll see if the, the public, if Badger Nation agrees with you. Watch on Badger Nation agrees with you. We'll see. So some actual football news to talk about real quick, and it's a bit of a confusing story because there aren't that many details about it beyond what we know and what has been reported. But Michael Riley Ducker was a guy that in this 2022 class kind of seemed like a shoo-in. He went to Bellevue West, goes to Bellevue West High School, I should say, or went now. We're in May. Yeah, he probably graduated already. Went to Bellevue West High School. Same place as Chucky Hepburn, Wisconsin point guard coming in went. They are good friends. He has told me multiple times that over the past few months that Wisconsin was near the top of his list uh, when I've talked to him, and he was actually going to come on Locked On Badgers pretty soon here, Ben. But things have changed for Micah, and things have changed for Wisconsin around Micah. I haven't talked to him since this news broke, so I don't have anything beyond what's out there. But he was scheduled to visit Wisconsin in. Uh, I believe this summer, I think in June, uh, weekend in June. And he moved that visit to instead visit Illinois. He'll no longer be visiting Wisconsin. And there's some kind of suspect things going on on Twitter that may lead you to think that either he's not interested anymore. Wisconsin's not interested anymore. They're both not interested anymore. They pulled an offer, whatever. Wisconsin football, very rarely. I mean, almost never pulls an offer. So I would be surprised if it was that far but clearly there's something wrong there and the Badgers aren't as interested as they used to be. And Mike is not as interested as he used to be because of it. So uh, it's kind of one of those wait and see things, right? We don't know what tight end Wisconsin's going to get in 2022. And I just hope the best for Micah goes to the place that he wants to go to and is best suited for, but kind
1: of a sticky situation going on. Yeah. The, the four schools right now that are thought to be what 24 seven sports says are, are warm on his trail, are Auburn, Iowa and Iowa State, which I think those three were already known, and then Illinois as the shoe in fourth after he replaced the Wisconsin visit to go to Illinois. All like like we don't really know exactly what's going on, but all the, all this makes me think about is this 2022 recruiting cycle and kind of understandably, but it's gotten off to a really really slow start for Paul Christ. And it makes sense because the dead period went a lot longer. They were pretty much battling COVID. They couldn't really meet in person with, with a lot of these kids until very recently. But still, it's, it's getting off on a really, really, really slow kind of foot. And, and I don't want to be concerned because there's all summer, a lot of their top targets that they've been linked to, the Badgers that is, uh, are still out there, haven't committed anywhere. But the more news like this that comes out, I remember like at this point in 2021, and they're not going to repeat that, but at this point last year, the class was, was already pretty much loaded and then it just only got better and better and better. So I don't know. I, we're going to need to see the whole 2022 class get up and running pretty soon until I do like raise a little bit of concern.
0: So the only concern that I guess I would have is uh, two things. One, you just had this fantastic 21 cycle and you kind of hoped that would carry quickly into 2022 where that momentum would quickly carry. And number two, the super six is all of a sudden not looking like a Wisconsin super six. Right. In terms of the top six players in the state of Wisconsin. And Miles Burkett actually on 24 seven sports has fallen to seven, which is crazy jump right now for Andrew Keller, who is a tight end out of Wannakey and, could potentially be related to the Mike Riley situation. If, if Wisconsin wants to make an offer to Andrew mm-hmm. Keller, who's had a really great year and has slid up the rankings in every way, I guess slid is the wrong word there, has risen up the rankings in every way. But with the top six here, Joe Brunner, Carson Hintzman, Billy Strath, Isaac Ham, Jerry Cross, and then Miles Burkett, the Wisconsin commit, you have Cross going to Penn State. Billy Strath is, is essentially a Notre Dame lock. So that's two guys gone. Isaac Ham is essentially a Wisconsin lock, although he hasn't committed yet. And Miles is already a Wisconsin commit. So it's all about Joe and Carson, really. And so. Yeah.
1: Well, they're both also uh, uh, 24-7 sports did predict that they will choose Wisconsin. There are other schools up there.
0: Either the level of lock that Isaac Ham is not even close. Correct.
1: To this point. From what I know. Correct. It is looking like 0-3 for 5, hopefully. Um, But you do also have to take into account that the program and all programs have fewer scholarships with seniors coming back and they brought in a huge 2021 class. class. So this will, this class has no, had never had a chance to get close to 2021, but it's just the timeline that needs to get going soon, you know, as, as these, like, these are the recruits to watch if they commit to Wisconsin, then you feel better about where they're at, but it's this timeline that needs to kind of get going because the season's going to come before we know it.
0: Before we finish up on this, a quick message from betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action or just do what Ben does at BetOnline and bet on the Brewers every game over at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, info for all the sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, NBA playoffs, starting on Saturday. Bucks heat rematch. Can't wait for that series. going to be one of the best in the first round. Make sure you're not sitting on the sidelines for Bucks Heat. Make sure you're not sit on the sidelines in the NBA playoffs. And make sure you are on betonline.ag getting a piece of the action. And when you use the promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N locked on, all caps, no spaces. Locked on is the promo code. You will receive 50% added to your initial deposit as a welcome bonus. 50% added to your initial deposit as a welcome bonus with the promo code locked on at betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. So, Ben, last thing here on recruiting before we wrap up today on a Tuesday. The point about the size of the class is a huge one, right? Because it can't be anywhere near the size, just mathematically, of the 21 (laughs) class. But it also, skill-wise, really can't be at that level or a lot of guys are going to leave. It has to be more top-end talent, less numbers than what 21 was, where you had a bunch of guys kind of around the same level. And really good levels, but around the same level. You can't have that again.
1: Right. And, it, and it's really always about the in-state. And, and Barry Alvarez talked about that a lot during his whole retirement process. And uh, we wrote an article, I think we talked about it on the podcast, like what Paul Chris does so well is he understands that what, just starting off as a basis, recruiting in-state for Wisconsin football is what it's all about. So they end up landing three of the five top players in Wisconsin. They already have Miles Burkett. Then you can consider it a success. But when they start going one for five and two for five, losing those guys to the Notre Dames and the Penn States of the world, that's when you, you question how they perform in a year of recruiting. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. A long way to go in this 22 cycle, but maybe some early concerns that can be fixed pretty easily over the last couple of weeks. And it's slowed down a little bit. So it's time to get back up and running for Wisconsin football. Obviously, a long way to go. A long, long way to go. In this 2022 recruiting class story, Ben, any last words?
1: Not really. I uh, this will. Uh, I'll pander to the Packers fans out there for a second. Kenny Maine is doing his final Sports Center tonight. ESPN legend, Sports Center legend, Kenny Maine. My favorite clip is the is the one with the Marshawn with Marshawn inside the Applebee's. But on his final Sports Center at 10 o'clock Central tonight, he will have Marshawn Lynch. But he will also have Aaron Rodgers on his show, which will be Rodgers' first time talking since the whole saga that's been going on since the draft. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I hope he says something, and, and I hope, you know, a resolution's reached. And I, I just want to be entertained by it. Um, but that's bookmarked. I'm, I'm sitting on my couch at 10 and watching.
0: That's so scary as an interviewer. Can you imagine being that interviewer? Like I know Kenny Maine's not worried about well, it. Well, you're Kenny but he's Maine. He's a legend, I know. But if yeah. that were like, like, I'm just imagining being in that interviewee chair. Uh, yeah. Uh, that interviewer chair, I should say, sorry, with Aaron Rodgers on the other side of it with his first comment since the debacle. We are a pro Packers podcast here at Locked On Badgers. Yeah, like, that'll, fill
1: that up, that'll fill up That'll uh, fill up sports radio tomorrow for sure.
0: Absolutely can guarantee that will fill up ESPN's Madison's coverage and, and the zone. zone's coverage. We're shouting out both here on this unified ESPN Madison The Zone <laughs> podcast. <laughs> As always, on Wisconsin, tune into your local Wisconsin sports radio, whichever choice you make. Ben and I uh, are split in our allegiances, but whatever choice you make, it's a good one. As always, on Wisconsin, see you on Wednesday.